the one, the only, Senator Ted Cruz has a few things to say about the impeachment process. Uh, and he joins us in one minute. This is the Glenn Beck Program. All right, let's go to Senator uh, Ted Cruz. Hello, Senator. How are you, sir? I'm doing terrific, Glenn. How are you doing? Good. I want to talk about uh, your new podcast on this. Every day you're distilling all of the things that uh, you are. But I also want to ask, ask you personally, I can't take this this just relentless going over the same quote-unquote facts over and over and over again and the lies. What is it like to have to sit there and not say anything and not have any distractions? What is this like for you? Well, it, it has been pretty relentless. You're, you're right that the the House Democrats, their strategy has apparently been to, to just be so redundant, to repeat the same things over and over and over again, and, and, and to try to, I, I guess, bore the American people to death. It's a strange strategy. I, I've, ne- I've never seen anyone try a case by, by repeating the same point a hundred times and playing the same video clip a hundred times, but it's what they're doing. And, and they've got another day of it. We start today at 1 p.m. again, and, and, and they have another uh, they have an, another nine hours left of their 24-hour opening argument. So, so at least that will be end, done by this evening. Has there been anything that has opened anybody's mind and went, no, wait a minute, hang on, I didn't know that? Well, did they, have they made any good points? I, you know, look, I, I think there have been moments, I will say, Adam Schiff is a talented trial lawyer. Really? Uh, he, he he has done he, he is effective at walking through information. Now, he at times gets gets condescending and begins lecturing people. And I think that becomes much less effective. Uh, but when he's not on his high horse, um, he, he's he does an effective job of, of walking through through various facts. Now, he ignores the other side completely. He ignores the counter arguments. Uh, and, and I'll tell you, I think yesterday was a very consequential day because yesterday the, the, the House managers effectively threw Joe Biden under the bus. And, and I don't know if they did so intentionally or not, but the reason they did so is they doubled down on what they had started doing on the first day of arguments, which is making the case. Their entire case now is based on the proposition that there is zero evidence that justifies investigating Burisma. Burisma is the Ukrainian natural gas company on whose board Hunter Biden, Joe Biden's son, sat and was paid a million bucks a year. And their whole case now is based on the proposition that 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 it was that there was an investigation into Burisma was a fraud, a sham. It was bogus, that that it was completely without merit. And the only reason anyone might want to wanted to investigate Burisma is because of improper political motives, because Joe Biden would be the president's uh, one of his possible opponents in 2020. Now, as you know, and you've done some great reporting on this, Glenn, that proposition that there's zero evidence to investigate Burisma is utterly and completely absurd. And so I'm looking forward to Saturday when when the president's lawyers will, will begin presenting his case, because what the Democrats have done is they have opened the door to this. And I hope that the, that the president's lawyer will, lawyers will stand up and systematically lay out the case. Glenn, you mentioned I've launched a, a podcast. The podcast is Verdict with Ted Cruz. And what I'm doing is every night when this thing ends, even if it ends at 2 in the morning, 
I'm heading over to the studio, jumping to the truck, heading to the studio, and recording it that night, typically within the hour. My thoughts, my assessments, about a half hour each night. And last night's podcast that we recorded just after midnight went through systematically. Here is all of the overwhelming evidence of corruption from Burisma that any president not only had the authority to investigate, but the responsibility to investigate. And and that ultimately is why President Trump's going to be acquitted at the end of this process. So you you made quite a statement the other day. You said, hey, they just opened themselves up for Hunter Biden being a witness. Tell me. Tell me about, because you've mentioned it in, uh, I think, Wednesday's podcast, the, you yeah. know, the Republican secret weapon. Tell me what, what you mean by that and how you see this playing out. So, so, so the phrase, open the door, it's a, it's a phrase you'll see trial lawyers and, and litigators often make reference to. And what it means is when one side makes an issue contested, makes an Correct. issue important to their case, it opens the door then for the other side to bring in the reputation of that. So when they stand up yesterday, the House managers stood up absurdly and argued for, for about an hour that there's no reason at all to investigate Burisma. That opens the door to, well, here are all the reasons. And, and that means they've been arguing Hunter Biden is completely irrelevant to this case. Well, the House managers have now uh, through through their arguments made made Hunter Biden not only relevant, he was always relevant, but critical now because their case is based on that they built the entire case like a house of cards on the proposition that 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 that, that there was no reasonable basis to investigate Burisma and and that that's just absurd. So I haven't heard your uh, your podcast yet on on Burisma and everything else, but do you tie in the fact that what was his name? Call of I can't remember his name, but the the head guy of Burisma is also the head guy of Pravat Bank. And the money was going through uh, going through Burisma to Pravat Bank and then it all disappears. I mean, it's the same guy. And uh, and they're doing an investigation now. Yes, they're they're, And he's a Ukrainian oligarch who who has been investigated as assets seized for money laundering. And Joe Biden was right in the middle of this. And as you right. know, but not enough people across the country know, Joe Biden bragged about, I mean, I mean, was proud of that he threatened to hold up a billion dollars in Ukrainian aid and in, in foreign loan guarantees on, unless and until Ukraine fired the prosecutor that was investigating Burisma, the company that was paying his son a million dollars a year. I well, mean, it, it is. He also, I mean, he also claims that there wasn't an investigation going on at the time. And we have the court documents to show that it was filed. And we also have inside uh, State Department memos where they are they are notifying and saying uh, there's an investigation starting. What should we do? Blah, blah, blah. I mean, we know they knew there was an investigation going on. And Hunter Biden was one of the targets. When Joe Biden sat down and said, you got to you, you got to you got to fire this corrupt prosecutor. So their their entire case is built on 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 really. I don't know how to say it other than this lies, tr- verifiable lies. That, that is exactly right. You know, last night after I did the show, I tweeted out a timeline. My, my Twitter handles at Ted Cruz. And you can see the timeline if you want to look at one document that just lays out some of the key facts that played out. 
and and the timeline is damning. If you want to understand what happened, you just look at the timeline of the key facts, and as everything played out, it it it, it appears clear on its face that Barisma was paying a million bucks a year to the vice president's son because they wanted to curry favor. They wanted the vice president to help them out, and it sure looks like Joe Biden was was in on the deal and more than happy oh, yeah. to comply because he delivered everything they wanted. So the um, the thing with the witnesses, uh, John Bolton, what are your thoughts on John Bolton and the whistleblower and Hunter Biden? Any of this going to happen? So I don't know. I, I actually, It's an open question and it's not clear. The, the way it's going to play out, House managers have another day of opening arguments today. The president's lawyers have up to three days. They have Saturday. They have Monday. They have Tuesday if they can, if they want to take it. I don't know that they'll take all three days. We then move into questions from senators, 16 hours of questions from senators. We don't ask them directly. Instead, we write them out, and the chief justice asks them for us. At that point, there is a scheduled vote, and, and the Senate will vote on whether or not it is in order to subpoena and call additional witnesses and additional documents. If 51 senators say no, no, that we've got plenty, we've got all we need to decide this, then it's over. Then we'll move directly to final judgment. We'll vote, and, and the president will be acquitted because the House managers haven't proven their case and they haven't met the constitutional standards for high crimes and misdemeanors. Okay, so, Ted, let me the ask, other, let me ask yeah. you this, because there's two trials going on, and I want you to take off your lawyer hat for a second and, and even your political hat. Um, you know, the president, if he is, uh, if he is indeed um, not guilty, which I believe he's not, and and he should not be removed. When you've won the case, lawyers should sit down and not. Well, let's roll the dice. It, you've won the case. Close it. However, there's another trial going on, and that is this. I sat down with Stu, and I was I was going over yesterday's um, uh, impeachment hearing, and I I said to Stu. I have no faith. If this is what this government can do to the president of the United States and get away with it, what even if he is even if he is voted to remain in office, I don't have any trust in our judicial system. I have no trust in our system. How can you make sure that the American people see it as a fair trial? Um, and and do enough to hear from people that on both sides are like, well, I wouldn't mind hearing from that person without torching the other side, which is the legal side of, hey, what? why open any doors? He's won. Well, I think the Senate has already done much, much better than the House in, in, in that the House did a one-sided partisan show trial. They, would on, they only allowed witnesses for the prosecution. They would not allow the White House to call witnesses. They wouldn't allow the White House to cross-examine evidence. It was, an, it was, it was a kangaroo court. It was, it was only prosecution witnesses allowed. The Senate has already done much better. We're in the middle of giving, giving the House managers 24 hours to pre- fully present their case, to argue it, to argue it ad nauseum. They've now argued it a thousand different ways to Sunday. We're going to give the president that same opportunity, the first opportunity the president has had to, to argue his case. We're respecting due process, and we're, we're holding a fair trial, as is our constitutional responsibility. Uh, I hope what happens is I hope the president's lawyers do an effective job making this case, laying out the defense. I, I pulled the president's lawyers aside last night and urged them that they need to systematically walk through 
less of the process, but the substance. Make the case why the president is innocent, and I think Burisma is front and center. And so, so, so what I walked through on the podcast last night of the, of the evidence uh, of corruption at Burisma, I, I encourage them walk walk through that, play the clips, play the clip of Joe Biden bragging uh, about. Mm-hmm forcing Ukraine, pressuring Ukraine to fire the prosecutor. He admits it out of his own mouth. You don't, you don't have to uh, infer that he did that. He admits that. Um, make that case. And, and, and once that case is made, their one or two paths will go down. If 51 senators say, you know what, we've got enough to decide that, then it's fine. And you're right. Once you've won your case, you don't need to do any more. Um, so I'm perfectly fine with that outcome of saying we've got enough. Let's move to judgment. Let's vote not guilty and acquit the president. On the other hand, I, look, I can't control how the other 99 senators vote. 47 senators, all of the Democrats, will vote for more witnesses because they want a fishing expedition because sure. they know they haven't proven their case. It is at least possible that four Republicans will join them. There are several Republicans that have talked about joining them. The case that I've made to, to the other Republican senators is I've said, listen, if we go down the road of witnesses – then at a minimum, we can't be unfair and partisan like the House was. We need to respect the principle of reciprocity. That means if the prosecution gets a witness, the defense gets a witness. So if the prosecution gets John Bolton, then the defense gets Hunter Biden. And, and, and I think there is widespread agreement among the Republican conference that, that we will do that, which means it's either over next week with final judgment and acquittal or – this thing is going on for potentially weeks or months, but we're going to get be even-handed, which means we'll get to hear from these defense witnesses that the House Democrats wouldn't allow to testify. Senator Ted Cruz, uh, you can follow him at <clears throat> Senator Ted Cruz, and I have uh, verdictpodcast.com, but that's different than what you said. Um, what is the... Verdictpodcast.com is it. You can okay. download it on... On, on Apple Podcast, you can you can subscribe and, okay. and put five stars. And I tell you, Glenn, it's a little crazy. We launched launched it three days ago, and it's already become one of the the, the top ten podcasts in the world. Great. And so 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 it, it's nice to see that people are paying attention looking for substance, which which you put out every day as well, and that's yeah. why your listeners keep coming back. Thank you very much, Ted. I appreciate it. It's verdictpodcast.com. He records it right after the uh, trial ends every night in the middle of the night. Verdictpodcast.com runs 30 minutes. Well worth your time. Thank you so much, uh, Ted. For Ted Cruz to say that uh, uh, you look at the timeline and their case all falls apart is really an understatement. Um, it's It's... What the House has presented is so uh, dishonest. Honestly, there should be another investigation and trial on these guys should lose. If they are attorneys, they should lose uh, their license. I've never seen anything like it. And the press is falling in line. Remember, Joe Biden said yesterday, hey, fall in line. Stu, give me oh, the... We saw it yesterday. Yeah. We should go through this whole thing because yeah. they made they just came out and did exactly what the Biden campaign asked them to do. Give me just the paragraph. The, this is, uh, Mr. Trump has consistently suggested without any evidence that Mr. Biden pushed to remove a Ukrainian prosecutor who was investigating Burisma. Now, 
you can say all sorts of things about this, but the fact that you would argue that there isn't any evidence when the man is on video saying he did exactly this, he didn't mention Burisma. However, later in the same article, they talk about the investigations into Burisma that was being led by this guy. So, like, they're piecing it together. If they would only read their own reporting, they might be able to piece this one together. And you might think that, well, maybe he had really good motivations. You can argue that. You cannot argue that there's no evidence. They're also arguing that there's no evidence other than uh, Donald Trump wanted to uh, get uh, Joe Biden out of his way because he, this is what they said yesterday, because he saw a poll where Joe Biden was leading. Oh, gosh, don't get me started. On this and one. that's no, when. Don't do it. Sorry. And that's when he decided to go after this. Joe Biden wasn't even running for months before, months before Rudy Giuliani was in Ukraine investigating this stuff because he was investigating because of the Russia collusion stuff. He was there before all of that was disproven. We need to bring Jason in here and go through this point by point. And we also need to go through the timeline of what you just talked about because it's infuriating. They're just lying about it. Yeah, it's not it's, it's not, not a, a misrepresentation. Yep. It's not a mischaracterization. It's not, well, you could read it that way. This is these are blatant lies. They, they, they just found a poll from Fox News where Biden was ahead of him. They're like, well, look, you didn't start caring until this poll came out. They've been polling Biden versus Trump his entire presidency. Everyone knew Biden was a guy who was going to run for president eventually, at least in theory. And so they've been po- they just picked the poll that was closest to when he started doing these things and acted like that was the cause of it. But he, they missed tons of stuff before that. They and they missed Americans Rudy Giuliani right. on their own network saying, we're over here, Russia, Russia, yeah. Russia. There was no collusion. We can prove it. It's oh. crazy. This is the Glenn Beck Probe. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck Program. Uh, we have Jason Buttrill in, uh, who is our head researcher and uh, lead writer uh, at uh, Glenn Beck and glennbeck.com and the programs. Uh, and he has been working feverishly over the last year for, you know, off and on, but at least the last eight months uh, on this uh, Ukrainian business. And I know, Jason, your head has got to explode just like mine does when you hear there is no evidence, no evidence that uh, Hunter Biden and Joe Biden did anything wrong, that Burisma is that there should have been a investigation on Burisma and that the the prosecutor that Joe Biden had fired, Joe Biden didn't know that there was an investigation going on towards his uh, son. That's just not true. Uh, and there's there's absolutely a lockstep uh, verification that that prosecutor was corrupt. I mean, it's the same stuff they've been saying for months now that blew our minds. And this, these are the things that you started taking to me after we started first looking into this and presenting the information. Was like, wait a minute, is this true, Jason? Is is, is your information that messed up? That if the New York Times and Washington Post are saying that all this is debunked, and I'm like, I, you know, like what? And so we started looking at it, and I could not believe the lies we were seeing and the just the, the misleading statements I will from te- the mainstream media. I will tell you that the New York Times, the Washington Post, they have adopted the tactics of media matters. Mm. 
Uh, in fact, I think even worse, Media Matters would take things and they would take them out of context and then they would write a story out of context. This isn't even doing that. These are fabrications out of thin air. You, all you have to do is know how to do research. All you have to do is, is uh, continue to follow the crumbs. When you just, it's so sim. If we can do it, if we can do it, the New York Times can't. They are lying to you. For instance, let's go, let's go over some of the things that the New York Times fell in line with Joe Biden, and this is their report yesterday, or is it today from yesterday? Yeah. Mr. Trump has consistently suggested, without any evidence, that Mr. Biden pushed to remove a Ukrainian prosecutor who was investigating Burisma, Ukrainian energy uh, company. Okay, stop. <laughs> Let me just dissect that again. Mr. Trump has made the accusation without any evidence that Joe Biden pressured the Ukraine to fire a, uh, a, a prosecutor. Mm-hmm. Okay? No evidence of that. Sarah, do you have the evidence of, of that? I mean, in, in Joe Biden's own words. Of, uh, I'm desperately concerned about the backsliding on the part of uh, uh, Kiev in terms of corruption. They made, I mean, I'll, I'll give you one concrete example. I, I, I was, not I, I, but it just oh happened gosh. to be that was the assignment I got. I, 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 I got all the good ones. Uh, and uh, so I got Ukraine. And uh, um, I remember going over convincing our team, our brothers, to convincing us that we should be providing for loan guarantees. And I went over, I guess, the 12th, 13th time to Kiev and... Uh, and I was going supposed to announce that there was another billion dollar loan guarantee. And I had gotten a commitment from Poroshenko and from uh, Yatsenyuk that they would take action against the state prosecutor, and they didn't. So they said they had, they were walking out to the press conference, and I said, no, I said, I'm not going to, we're not going to give you the billion dollars. They said, you have no authority. You're not the president. The president said, I said, call him. Okay, stop. I said, I'm telling you, you're not. Stop. Isn't that interesting? Now, uh, would you call that evidence uh, that he did Pretty verifiable. Yeah, I mean, in his own words. Easy. It's <laughs> in his own words. But I have more. To, I want to come back to this because I understand why he did this now, I think, for the first time. But give me more. So we actually have court documents that are official court documents in European court where there are sworn statements that say that there was an, uh, that the reason why this happened was because of investigations uh, that were being done by the Ukrainian prosecutor's office that was shoken uh, to get rid of uh, these, some of these investigations that were swirling around Burisma. It was in official court documents that that was the reasoning behind all this. I, I don't, I mean, you, this is not even hard to find. Right, and again, like, you can come up with arguments while you think that doesn't prove X, Y, or Z, but you cannot say there's no evidence when it's in court documents. When there is video of him admitting it in front of a giant room of people. This is not no evidence. Right. You could, this, is what, this is the falling in line. You, normal reporting might say, here are the reasons, uh, here are the documents that they, you know, the one side says are important. Here's why you know, some people say they're not important. Here's the fault in that argument, whatever it is. To say there's no evidence is just falling in line. Just going to them and saying, it's all debunked, don't look at it. 
There are court documents and video that show these things. Let me go to that, Jason. Let me let me go, because the other side of this was, yeah, but he wasn't firing him. He fired him for corruption. Uh, It wasn't anything to do about Burisma because there was no Burisma investigation. Hunter Biden wasn't under investigation at the time. And there's no way that the vice president, if there were, knew that. Why don't you spend a little time on the facts on that one? So we know for a fact again, that there was an investigation going on on Burisma okay, at the time. Okay, that's your opinion. What, <laughs> what, what is your fact on that? So we've, we've seen the court documents that, that show the what? F- from the, the court documents uh-huh. from the Ukrainian prosecutor's office. Mm-hmm. There's sworn testimony that, okay, and, and not to mention the fact that everyone in Ukraine knew this. Yes, it's everyone. all over Ukrainian media. If yeah. you bother to look there, their top I don't know, like their version of like Reuters or, you know, like their version of like the New York Times. They were all reporting this, that Victor Shokin, the prosecutor general, had already opened an investigation. He had seized the property of the head, the CEO, if you will, of Burisma, and that Hunter Biden was going to be deposed the very next day after the prosecutor general was, I mean, the day after he was let go. The next day! He was the first witness yeah, okay, that was going but, to be called. But the president and the vice president, <laughs> they don't read the the papers over there. How could they possibly know? I mean, forget about, you know, the embassy reading the papers and letting Joe Biden know as he's landing on the ground. No, 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 no. Forget about that. There's no way. He's all the way over here in Washington. The phones don't work to the embassy. There's surely no State Department memos that were warning the vice president and talking back and forth going what do we do here there's an investigation there's none of that stuff is there no no No. okay no no (sighs) that's the first paragraph (laughs) i wouldn't even get through the first paragraph uh how about this the prosecutor victor shokin was widely perceived as corrupt she said this is a a stop (laughs) stop can't even get through the first sentence is he wildly was he wildly known as corrupt? Well, I mean, there's all these charges, official charges in the record charging him of corruption. You know what I mean? If, I mean, he's no, there's none and of wait, those. Wait, wait. There's none okay. of those. Right. I was going to say, wait a minute. <laughs> you mean by America? There are none. none. There are literally none. There was they, not one single accusation against the, uh, the the prosecutor general. Not a single one. There's not a list of corruption cases that prove that he was corrupt. I've looked, I've looked, and I've looked, and they're nowhere in the record. And this is not only us not being able to find them. This is everybody in Ukraine saying we can't find a single thing. The only thing that this swirls around is, again, this uh, head of Burisma, Zlochewski, and his investigation into that. That's what this swirls around. And because he was going after this guy, they're saying, oh, my gosh, he's corrupt. And because he wanted to – he was looking into – misallocated funds now there's currently seven billion dollars of poof gone money euros dollars whatever else uh currencies that are out there Mm -hmm. yeah this for some reason it's missing and this guy was looking into that now for some reason they thought that that was corruption for him to look into that and there was also just ridiculously corrupt for him to look into this ngo that wanted him fired for some reason and it's uh there's no evidence of the State Department, like a memo from somebody. In fact, one of the witnesses against the president, a memo from him saying to the prosecution, 
There's no reason to look into this for any lost money with this NGO. We're comfortable with where that money went. Oh, yeah. Uh, an official uh, letter. State Department. State Department letter. letter. From the ambassador, from yeah. the from the guy that from the head guy of all of Eastern Europe, this is our State Department telling them to say, "Look, there's nothing to see here. There's no misallocated funds. There's nothing wrong with this NGO. Do not prosecute them." Yeah, an Stop official State Department letter. Yeah, they've lost our money. We're comfortable with that. <laughs> right. That's what it says. We're comfortable with what's happened. Wow, I'm not comfortable. Are you? But where is this evidence? Oh, in our money, by the way, of that seven, that's seven billion is in total. Our money is 1.8 billion. 1.8 billion of everyone listening right now, their tax dollars is currently gone. That's what they were okay with. And it's, it's not just that it's gone. It's gone to corruption. What could you, what could you fund for 1.8 billion dollars in corruption? All right, we didn't even finish the second, <laughs> first sentence of the second paragraph. Uh, and some of this you may not be able to go into detail on, but uh, maybe you can give us a little bit here. Um, the prosecution, prosecutor, uh, Shokin, was widely perceived as corrupt, and Mr. Biden was acting in accordance with official American policy as well as the policy of the European Union, the International Monetary Fund, and other international organizations in calling for his removal. Pass. Pass? Pass. <laughs> Okay. I, I I will pass. say I I will say if I can pass. I'll pass. Okay. pass. <laughs> Let's skip that for now. Not until stay we tuned. Yeah, stay, stay tuned. Stay tuned. Not until we have every little piece buttoned up, and then we will cut the rope, and that bag of sand and rocks will fall on their head. But you but you know what? I I caught a little bit of your interview with Ted Cruz. Yeah, and I think that. It does my heart well because they are sniffing around the same things that we are, mm-hmm. which means fireworks oh, once this comes out. Oh, my. Fireworks. Oh, my. It's just wait. Now, again, all of this is being presented without question. They're falling in line at the New York Times for Joe Biden. Listen to this. Every single witness, every single witness who was asked about the allegations, again, said that Biden had nothing to do with it and it was false. They testified he acted properly. There is simply no evidence, nothing, nada in the record to support this baseless allegation. Wait, that is the New York Times reporting or is that a that quote? Is, that is a quote presented without any critique from the New York Times. So it is a quote from the prosecution's oh case gosh. here. So, but, but again, like, do you don't point out that there are obviously lots of witnesses who disagree with this? Lots of reporting that disagrees with this. Lots of court documents that disagree with this. Lots of Ukrainian uh, media sources that disagree with this. Uh, convictions in court of law over in Ukraine that disagree with this. None of that makes the case into the story here. Every None single of witness, which means they only talk to the witnesses that prove their narrative. Of it course, was on they their wouldn't side. allow. We, like I said, it's in court document. There's a witness, the guy that this happened to. What about that witness? If you don't, even if you don't believe him, mm-hmm. there's you could say, okay, there's one witness, the guy that we don't believe, but there's more than that. And Glenn, you've talked to him, the guy that worked for the Ukrainian State Department that was in the United mm-hmm. States, very credible, that verifies the same thing. That's two witnesses that we can think of just off the top of our heads. And they, <laughs> but why mention that, right? Why mention that there's large, long form interviews with the actual people involved in the case on national media that you can just in two countries, in two countries. Why not? Uh, mention that at all i mean i i I have to tell you this is infuriating i mean usually i just want to see justice done and the good guy you know whoever the good guy is 
get his day in court and he's exonerated. Exoneration is not enough. This corruption of the truth is battery acid. And it, the New York Times and others must be held responsible, and we must have a full investigation on how this all happened. This is despicable. From the day he went into office, and they had the marches and the steel dossier, until the day he will leave office in oh, just over five years, uh... They have been lying and manipulating, and the, the press has been with them every step of the way. This must stop, and they must be revealed, and the people who are responsible for lying, perjuring themselves, the corruption they're involved in, must serve jail time. How much money has been wasted? How much of our... How much... How much have we been divided by this? Using your tax dollars and its lies. All right, Jason, thank you so much. We'll have more with Jason coming up in now. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. Uh, there is a lot happening on the impeachment front, and a lot is uh, going to come out. Why are you um, coming for the Democrats? Pardon me? Why are you covering for the Democrats. Did I not say it clearly? Was I, I stuttering in the middle I, of that? I, I didn't realize I stuttered. Democrats. I was Again, you didn't let me get to the t- timeline of this. <laughs> With Giuliani, you know it's eating away at my soul as I, well, they lie about not it over and over for the again. Democrats. That's just enjoying watching you and your soul being eaten alive by something. After Bill O'Reilly, yes. I want to go through this. You got it. It's driving me crazy. Yeah, it is. It's it's insane what's happening in Washington. We'll have all the coverage and the truth that you need. And we'll have that Bill O'Reilly first and then the timeline in hour number three. This is the Glenn Beck Program.